The Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 10, verses from 24 to 39. Jesus said to the twelve disciples, A disciple is not above the teacher, not a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house, Belzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not be become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear is whispered, proclaimed from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And when the hairs of your head are all counted, so do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. The Gospel of the Christ. Praise be to you, Lord Christ. 2001, America hosted the game show, The Fear Factor. Participants were from all over the country. The format of this game is they have to face worst fears, take up the challenges to win the grand prize. Even in other countries, in India also, we have adapted that game show. So these people have won the game, were interviewed, so we have two responses from them. One guy said, what made him to go to an extent of facing the death and winning the game? He said, it is the fear that motivated him. Another person said, it is the fear of failure or fear of people that motivated him to win the uh, grand prize. Fear is one of the most motivating factors of human experience. 
We fear many things in our lives, and each one of us know the worst fears we face. Fears may make a person to lose his character, their integrity, their commitments, and their faithfulness. Fear may make you do good things or do bad things. We are surrounded by people. We fear the color, we fear the race, we fear people of different ethnicities. In many ways, we fear. And here, Jesus is equipping his disciples to face the fear, to courageously face the fear. Last Sunday's sermon, we have seen Jesus giving a powerhouse to his disciples, full of energy, the gifts, how they can heal, lift the poor people, the weak, or do exorcism to demon-possessed persons, even to an extent of raising the dead. And on a contrast, Jesus is coming here and telling what they're going to experience. They're going to experience hatred. People are going to hate them. There is going to be division. People are going to torture. They're going to be flogged. Even to the point of death, people are going to betray, accuse, and put all slanders on you. So now it's a time for Jesus telling them what to do. He has to also telling them what they're going to experience. Now he has to build them up, help them to grow more strong. So Jesus first is giving example of God, telling that all provider, a sustainer, creator is God. When he is guarding and protecting you, why should you even fear? You should fear the person who is in control of your body and your soul, not the one who can just perish your body. The God can take care of even the tiny and small sparrows. Won't that God take care of you? So why do you fear? The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. So you have to fear with freedom to experience that joy and presence in the living God. When we see the saints, the martyrs, when they died, they rejoiced. They could experience the presence and power of God within them, which is why they were able to withstand the suffering, trials, and temptations in their lives, the fear. So Jesus wanted to release the disciples from that grips of fear, which makes them captives, which, which would make them timid, which would make them to just be in one place. So he wanted to release his disciples of that fear and face fearlessly the world because the God is with them. Fear is a reality, it may be a concern, but that cannot become a determining factor to control your lives. So telling them what they're going to experience, and even though you experience, you need not fear because I am there with you always. As in Genesis reading we see, we see where Jesus says, do not be afraid, Hagar, 
I am there. I am going to make a big nation out of your son. So do not be afraid because Jesus is with us. But as a discipleship, you need not fear, but God is with you. But you have to mold and make your lives as a cruciform. He just doesn't give, give them and leave them saying, okay, fine, you just begin to um, do things. But he says, your lives have to become a cruciform lives. Your lives have to take the shape of the cross, which is suffering and humiliation. Many of us would like to participate or enjoy in the exaltation of God, but rather not in the humiliation and suffering of our God. But being called as apostles, being called to go out into the world, what is pertinent or what is essentially important here is that we have to take up the suffering. Jesus says, take up the cross and follow me. So suffering is a prerequisite. Without suffering, you cannot take up the cross. So our lives have to become a cruciform to follow Christ. That is a most important condition. If we call ourselves as apostles or disciples or Christians or believers, whatever you name, you name it or you call it, but this is a precondition to follow Jesus. Having said all this, when you have all that, but still, if, if our foundation is weak, if we are still feeling not strong enough, maybe we have to think that our relationship, our bond with Christ is not strong. Matthew talks about master and slave relationship here. Master in Matthew context, it is authoritative. It is to do with the power and the system. But Jesus reversed that system, that structure, into master and discipleship. Master and slave is so much so with, to do with the control, but here it is the discipleship. So the, the intensity of your life, a discipleship life, depends on the parallel intensity of the bond and relationship you have in Jesus. It has to be the same. It should be so strong. Because as a disciple, if you are saying, I'm leaving out, then your relationship bond should parallelly sink and be strong with Jesus. Then you will not fear. You will, you will be so strong in your calling and reaching out and doing the mission of God. Back then, if you see the master and discipleship relationship, we always see the master art or craft being reflected or reproduced in the student. If you ask maybe uh, before 2000 uh, generation, if you ask people, um, who is your mentor or who is your um, guru or teacher, they would say, come up with so many names. If we, if we admire someone saying, oh, you have wonderful uh, way of talking, or where did you learn? They would say, from my parents, or where did you get this discipline? Maybe my, father, my parents were like this. So many people we would tell. But in this generation, if we ask, who is your mentor? Who is your teacher? I don't know what, what model 
or whom they would even say actually we are in a process of moving to a new house so when we, when we went on the other day the bathroom door was locked so we started oh you you locked it i locked it so finally we have to solve the problem uh, so immediately my son looked up in the uh, youtube and said yeah we need this key and we can find this key in that store and finally got it and fixed it so we are so accustomed to do it yourself style diy is popular everything do it yourself everything you 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 know how to fix things you don't need a mentor you don't need any guru or teacher even in our spiritual lives everything is out there if you are feeling sick you know which which place to go if you are lacking some financial finances or financial strain then you wanted to go and listen to a prosperity gospel so everybody your need is your worst fear i would say when you need something that puts you in fear and then you try finding people and you develop a platform where you think this is my style it's a kind of cult you make it so do it yourself style but unfortunately that style wouldn't work with discipleship and master model for discipleship and master bond or relationship you have to closely walk and learn with jesus because jesus himself showed an example to us he suffered died on the cross so unless you are willing to take up that suffering and follow christ then we are not really intimately or closely building any relationship with god and that leads us to fear more and we cannot face any challenges of the world and we get distracted deviated and fall into all other kinds of messy world so jesus is offering us today do not fear there is freedom in me your lives have to become a cruciform take the shape of the cross to follow me that can happen and you can beat the fear only by closely and building that strong bond with the master or lord the god's power and his presence is like insulation for us when we face situations where it can really put us in trouble and suffering we can still go through knowing that god's presence and power we are surrounded with may god bless this words father son and the holy spirit amen